Hi, my name is Soyle, and you're listening to Heart to Heartland, a fan podcast from a fan perspective. Welcome to your annual audio-only version of the podcast. If you're watching from YouTube, waiting for me to appear on your screen, I have to disappoint you as I only have an audio version to offer this week. The reason being that just like last year around this time of the year, I have my family over. This only happens once a year, so in order to spend as much time with them as possible while still going to work, I have less time to spend on the podcast this week. I definitely don't want to skip doing an episode altogether, especially when we've just had an episode like Unknown Caller Air. So in order to free more time, I've decided to only do the audio version as I think it still gets the message across just fine. So let's get to it. No context, Heartland commented. I'm so happy that Nathan and Lou weren't a thing in the past because that first look had me a little worried for a second. I found it really interesting how they bonded over their parents fighting and how he was there for her in this moment where she really just needed someone to talk to. And I really liked how he was instrumental in helping Tim get to her for that scene at the end. Though, can we just take a second to acknowledge that he's supposed to be a few years younger than her? But the casting did not reflect that. LOL. God, okay, let me try and reform my thoughts here. Remember when I came on the podcast and talked for hours about Lou's abandonment issues? This whole season's arc for her has been about those abandonment issues, and I feel super smart, okay? It's been all about feeling unwanted by losing the election and feeling unwanted by this memory of her dad. And I'd even go so far as to say that smaller moments like with Jessica and Rick have factored into this as well. I think Lou has finally taken a step towards healing this part of her that she's kept buried for a really long time. And this whole backstory episode meant a lot to me because, as you know, Lou Fleming is one of my favorite characters to ever exist across, like, all media. Michelle absolutely killed it, just as I knew she would, and Rebecca Todd did a wonderful job as young Lou, too. That scene with Lou and Tim in the woods, and especially the one shot of them hugging where it changed to young Lou, made me bawl like a baby. I also really like Katie's plot this episode. She's been great this season. Ellie popping out with more to her character made me happy as she feels more rounded out as a character now, and I like that it seemed to help Katie come to terms with some things. Getting an understanding with Ellie, standing up to Miss Jan Arden. Wow, can you believe that the Jan Arden was a guest star in this episode? And finally talking to her parents about dirt biking. Katie's confidence is building up and I feel so proud of her. Then Slytherin said, There was so much good in this episode. 
I'm happy we got to hear more of Lou's background story, and young Lou did a great job playing the part, as did Michelle. The scenes with Lou and Tim were very moving and very well produced. It was good to see Peter back as well to help Lou through the difficult times. Though I did feel bad for him when his first line of the season was Lou refusing his help. I hope there will be more with the two of them this season. On this topic, also glad to learn what Nathan's role was in Lou's life and that it was very different from what I expected. I still wonder why he left the school suddenly, but I have a feeling we will find out. Depending how things play out, I'm starting to warm up to the idea of him and Amy. But I also wonder if we will ever definitely know if Amy finds love again. And, of course, Katie. I felt so bad for her in her initial conversation with Elaine. I'm glad Jack found her, and that scene of the two of them was excellent. I'm happy Jack settled that score, but I wish we would have seen more of Elaine's horsemanship clinic and also another conversation between Elaine and Katie. I love the scenes where Katie and Amy interact. The scene in the barn with Brandon and Eleanor slash Ellie was both hilarious and brilliant. Amy is a great aunt, and I hope we get to see more of her in that role. Also, Katie's confession to buying the dirt bike went a little too easily, in my opinion. I hope that comes back around later. In general, that's what interests me most this season. Characters we know and love, or not, stepping into new roles and being seen in a new light. I'm glad to see this burst of creativity by the writers, and I hope it continues. The story chemist says, these last three episodes has hit the mark for me. Lou and Tim hit it out of the park with great performances. It was nice to see them deal with how Tim leaving correlated to Lou's issues. Katie is growing episode by episode. Nathan and Amy development has something to it. Both feeling each other out. The bonus was the VIP guest slash writer in Jack. Jack standing up for Katie was great to see. Plus, Lisa needs to watch out with Jack getting hit on. But with Jack being a rodeo legend and a legit old school cowboy, I'm sure that it's not the first time this has happened. Got to say, Jack was swah with his class rejection. I think the rift with Jessica and Jack might be that she submitted photos of Jack to Garland for their new product line without him knowing about it. Then Stephanie said, This was definitely my favorite episode so far this season. There's so much to unpack. I'll do my best to write it all out. First of all, Michelle Morgan did an incredible job acting this episode along with Chris Potter. I'm so happy that finally after 17 years we dive into some of Lou's past and touch on her trauma from over the years. I did not see coming that Nathan and Lou knew each other. I'm thankful they didn't date or anything, but that he was simply someone to help her when she was at her most vulnerable. His character is really growing on me. I hope we get to continue to see more of him. I absolutely love the shot of Lou and her dad hugging, then it panned around to show 14-year-old Lou hugging her dad. If it wasn't for the fact I was in the break room at work when watching, I would have cried like a baby. I really enjoyed Nathan's scenes with Amy. Their flirting and the way he treated Lindy was super sweet. I'm loving the idea of them as a couple more and more. Not going to lie, I was a little hesitant when I learned about this famous actress coming to guest star on Heartland. 
For whatever reason, I was worried her storyline would feel out of place and it wouldn't make sense with everything else going on. However, I'm glad I was proving wrong. I absolutely enjoyed her storyline with Jack. It was so entertaining. I loved it when she tried to hit on Jack, but he casually said he had a phone date with his wife. That made me laugh. She fit right in, and the lighter moments really made this episode better. Also, the random Amazon Prime mention felt so out of place. I could tell they definitely were some sort of sponsor. Kind of like how in the earlier seasons when McDonald's was mentioned or they had a cup of coffee from there. It always feels so out of place when real products are talked about. Katie's storyline was great. I'm glad we got to see more of Ellie as well. I'm glad we got to learn more about her and that Katie and her have come to some sort of understanding. She feels like a part of Heartland World now and not just one-off character. Katie talking to Lou and Peter about the dirt biking was great. I'm happy they know now and are okay with it. Then Heartland Lisa BFC said, This week's episode for me has been the best so far this season. I'm finding it hard to pick any major critical points. Lou's story is what we've been waiting 17 seasons for. She's so misjudged by fans who could never infer reasons to why she is who she is. This episode opened that door for people to rethink their thoughts. At 15, Lou felt unwanted and unloved by her own father. She understandably didn't see then what he was going through and he didn't see what that was doing to her. I loved how they told this story, the scene of Lou and Tim hucking, going from Lou today to 15-year-old Lou and back to today really hit the feels. That was such an emotional healing moment for both Lou and Tim. Lou got the hug that her 15-year-old self needed and Tim got the hug, the 15-year-old daughter that he now realized felt so alone and needed her daddy. Such a powerful scene. Although Lou as an adult had healed and forgiven Tim, that young girl was always more buried without healing until now. Apart from loving Nathan with Amy, I now love Nathan for bringing that to the surface to make his storyline work. Now, after mentioning Nathan and Amy, I'm enjoying this development too. Nathan is calm, caring, family-oriented, and seemingly good with kids and animals. What more could Amy possibly want? If the writers can keep this up long-term, I think Nathan will show people that Ty really wasn't all that. Team Naomi, is that what we will call them? I even enjoyed the horse-related storyline, which wasn't very horsey, but more about Katie. Seeing Ellie being different to who Katie thought is just typical of how teenagers try and fit in and explore different paths keeping secrets on the way. Ellie hid her horse riding from friends, Katie hid dirt biking from family. All these things are just to hide from people's judgments and reactions while finding where you belong. With Parker now seemingly out of the picture, could this be a new friendship for Katie and perhaps with a battle over a boy mixed in? Time will tell, I guess. The only point I have to pick so far this episode regarding Nathan is that the hidden secret of him leaving town as a kid wasn't that dramatic as I thought it would be. But hey, if that along with the Amazon Prime product placement is all that really niggles me, then we've done well. As I've said at the beginning, this is the best episode so far. 
It's so good seeing more of Lou's character explained. I also forgot to add in that Jan being in the show was interesting and purely added to Katie's story of finding who she is and what she's good at. Jan's character being a writer was also mirroring some of Jan herself as we know she's multi-talented and this constant with her novel release too. I know some people will moan that Jan's animal activism and vegan lifestyle doesn't fit the show, but her character of Elaine did, as I've said, mirror Jan in ways that work for Katie's story. Jan was clearly happy enough to take the job and be on the show. Then SG Gianna said, might be my favorite episode this season. Then S. Davidson said, what a powerful and emotional episode. I love every moment of it. Then Sharon said, this was seriously a great episode. In fact, I'll go as far as saying this is the best season since the early days. No offense to the Thai lovers, but the writers have more scope than just Amy slash Ty. I love how strong Katie is, just like her mom. She's also loyal and knows what she wants. I can see Katie writing a bestseller called Heartland. Glad she told her parents about the dirt bike, but she still has to tell Lou how she got the money. I like Nathan and love how he's finding excuses to come to Heartland just to see Amy. He seems to be protective of his and others' memories. Amy are a good fit. Wow. Michelle, a great performance, and that's why I love Lou. The flashback scenes were fantastic, and the young Lou was great. The scene at the gallery and at the lock with Tim was so sincere by both Michelle and Chris. All 15-year-old Lou was to be wanted by her dad, and adult Lou still wants and needs that. The writing and direction of this episode was superb, especially the integration of young Lou and adult Lou hugging Tim was brilliant. I realized Michelle Nolan was away filming, but seriously, Jessica seems to be leaving everything up to Lou. She's probably get upset with Lou, and Lou will unnecessarily apologize. I watched this episode three times and was blown away each time. I said last week that this season needed more than 10 episodes, and this episode proves it. Come on, CBC, lift your game. Just one thing. Tim, use a spoon to steer your coffee and not your finger. Then Chris Tim Hartland said, This week I'm off work, so I have no excuse for being lazy and not writing anything, so here's my thoughts. This episode is my favorite. I loved all of the storylines, and that's pretty rare for me. Love how mature Katie is becoming for her age. Loved it when she told Elaine that she's not writing for everyone, that she's writing for herself, and she doesn't care for the critics. That was awesome, and she didn't even wait for her response. That's confidence. I did like that she confessed that she took on dirt biking. I still want to see Lou's reaction when she finds out about the necklace. I liked how she and Ellie have some common things. The three of them are becoming closer every day, more independent and confident. I liked how Nathan was finding excuses to visit the ranch. He's quite likable, nice and calm, respectful and quiet, considerate. He's good with Lindy. Amy and Nathan have great chemistry, they are flirty and they look good together. I'm looking forward to their romance. My beautiful Lou. I've been waiting for this storyline for 17 seasons, and it didn't disappoint. Lou carried a lot of hurt and resentment toward her dad. 
Even if adult Lu has forgiven him, young Lu still has some unresolved issues with him. The phone call that Tim doesn't even remember because he was so wasted marked Lu's whole life. She felt unwanted, out of place, maybe even neglected back home after her dad left. All the attention went to little Amy. Her mom hiding the truth and no explanation for why Tim left, Lou idolized her dad and his departure broke Lou completely. How amazing was the scene with Lou and Tim in the woods? The way the camera was spinning around them while they hugged was so beautiful. And young Lou finally got to hug her dad and Tim got to hug his 15-year-old daughter. In that hug, Lou was healed, I swear. How sincere and natural it felt. Michelle and Chris and young Rebecca nailed it. It was the most emotional moment, and Lou could finally get some well-deserved sleep. The weight, the hurt was lifted from her heart. This episode was close to perfect. Then Ari said, this episode was amazing. The Lou storyline was great. Love to learn more about her and the period after the divorce. Drama from our childhood can resurface even when we are adults and never really heal. The parallels in the scene between Lou and Tim made me feel so sad for the younger Lou and happy to see her start healing. Beautiful moment. Michelle did an incredible acting in this one. The Bartlett side of Katie did kick off this episode. Love how she stands for what she loves. Amy and Nathan make me smile. Really love their start of relationship. Can't wait to follow their journey in the next episode. But I have a question. Why do episodes go so fast? I feel like I've just started and it's already over. Then Deep said, first of all, maybe Lou should invest in some titanium ankle replacements before she kills herself in a freak tripping accident. I worry about my clumsy favorite. I enjoyed her storyline very much. It is never too late to heal our inner child. Adult Lou had already forgiven Tim. However, after seeing Nathan, long repressed feelings of rejection and abandonment resurfaced. Getting the hurt out in the open and talked about will hopefully start to mend the damage to Lou's self-worth. I hate it when she sees herself as someone her family is forced to tolerate. I thought very early on, that Nathan was involved in Lou's problem from the past. I suspected that he was out to embarrass her. Well, I have an egg on my face now. He turned out to be the hero of the story. All signs now point to a possible relationship developing between Amy and Nathan. He did come across well to me in this particular episode. I do not get it when I read comments complaining that Amy appears desperate. She has yet to decide exactly what she wants, but I think that her feet are planted firmly on the ground. Things are going well for Katie. After a minor bout of self-doubt, her Bartlett backbone kicked in and she stood up to the crumpy author, rejecting her negativity to her face. Her dirt bike riding is now out in the open and she has two new friends in Brandon and Ellie that I expect to see at the dinner table anytime now. I'll end with good old Jack, who starts out giving the author hell and, in typical Jack fashion, ends up helping her. Then Selden said, Okay, so two things. I wasn't expecting the storyline with Lou to break me into tears. 
I love how they had edited the scene so that also the younger Lou got a hug from dad. Also, I think I like Nathan and I could see Amy and Nathan as a couple. Then Smoking Holster said, first, kudos to both Kristen Lemon and the cinematography staff as I found this episode extremely well directed and shot. I really enjoyed this episode and it might make it to my top five or 10 list if I actually had a top five or 10 list. I thought it flowed well, was directed well, and was tidy in the closing a bunch of gaps. Of course, as par for the course, much of my speculation was way off, but what the hell. Okay, Nathan and Amy. Leaving the mystery of the Lou slash Nathan story aside, and he's missing their scheduled meet because of a falling horse, which was added drama to the other story. I really like their interactions and Nathan's actual interaction with Lindy and her instant connection to Molly. After the debacle with Caleb last week, it was absolutely refreshing to see a cowboy actually know how to woo a cowgirl and the cowgirl be appreciative of that, especially on this show. Including Lindy was a bonus. Good on Nathan and I hope this works out, though I can see Tim being an issue at one point. Truth is, I can see Caleb being an issue as well, but that's a maybe, and Tim is, of course, a definite. The Lou's story was interesting, and I don't have a problem with it, but I'm not sure I feel I learned anything new except for the fact that there was this phone call and Tim was wasted. We've always known that Tim has an addiction problem and that Lou thought Tim shouldn't have been sent away and blamed Marion. I thought it was written well. We got a glimpse as to why Nathan left Hudson and that he's folk split and I'm glad he was nice and did what he could to take care of Lou and that she faced the issue and worked it out with Tim. The Katie story was also interesting and it was nice to see Amy working it out with Katie and her friends. I was surprised there wasn't a trail ride involved in the cure, but just talking it out fixed everything. I kind of wish these horror stories were somewhat more complex after 17 years, but I guess just having Amy deal with the horse works for the showrunner and the writers. Katie continues to impress on all fronts. I seriously don't get why they use Chan Arden for this role. She's a noted and vocal vegan and animal advocate, and not involving her in something along those lines just seems strange and out of character. I follow Jan on social media and just expected more. Pretty much as strange as Mitch who raced beef cattle engaged to a vegan yoga instructor who had no problem bringing people to retreat on a cattle ranch. As to the story, it was fine. Stuck-up writer who belittles Katie, who talks to Jack, who talks to the writer and gets it fixed in an episode. Katie stands tall. For me, this episode felt like I was watching a fan fiction come into life or like a movie of the week type of thing. I think the episode was very well done technically and acting wise as well. And I really enjoyed the overall feel of the episode and how it all flowed together really well. One thing I do have to mention is that I was sort of 
shocked to see them have another very obvious product placement on the show. Uh, I still remember laughing at the forced Mac cafe scenes in season six, but all this Amazon prime scene at the dirt ranch was missing was Lou looking at the camera like she'd be in the office overall. Uh, I think they did better job with it than with the Mac Cafe thing, because at least this partnership makes more sense than Mac Cafe seeing Heartland is available on Prime, while Mac Cafe never had any connection to Heartland. Not to mention, why would anyone go to Mac Cafe all of a sudden when they've always gone to Mackey's? But let's dissect the three main storylines a bit. Let's start with the Lou and Tim storyline. Uh, this has got to be the closest to anyone in the show getting some much needed therapy we've ever gotten. And I was living for it. Uh, I know for some, it might seem like a simple story and why is this even a thing, but I feel like it was very good representation of how traumas can work and how emotional pain gets stored in our bodies. I love that there was the buildup with the insomnia storyline and those little moments where Lou snaps at Tim or she's acting cold towards him because that's what people do in situations like this. It was also really rewarding watching that scene with Lou and Tim in the woods where she sort of goes over what she's going through and what she's gone through, addressing things in the past, like her adult version forgiving Tim for what happened, uh, while still admitting that it didn't just fix her completely because her relationship with her dad has always been too complex for it to be fixed by just one blanket apology. I also hope that those who haven't always understood Lou would take time to really watch this episode and think about that 15-year-old Lou, who was the same age as Amy was when the show started, where she was in that point of her life, being traumatized by her dad's accident, uh, witnessing her parents' stormy marriage, and having this complicated relationship with her mom where they couldn't see eye-to-eye -eye on almost anything. Then at this crossroad of her life, she makes this phone call and gets rejected by one of the most important people in her life. Uh, I hope those people would ask themselves, how did all of that affect her and how would that then keep piling up as she would have to navigate the life with all of these expectations that were put on her by others and also by herself. I really love that scene with Tim apologizing and letting Lou know he always wanted her. And me personally having a complex relationship with my own dad and watching the episode on Finnish Father's Day probably added a lot of emotion to my viewing experience because it did make me cry. I've also been wanting to see a scene where everyone gets worried over Lou for 17 years now, and I finally got it. Uh, she's never gotten this, the possibility she's gotten seriously hurt storyline everyone else from the main characters have gotten, so it was about time. 
As for Amy and Nathan, uh, I like that their flirting is very subtle at this stage. It's obvious they're interested in each other and want to spend more time together, but they're still being very careful about it. Uh, I like this approach, especially because we know Amy's still getting used to the idea of dating and having someone to share her life with. And because it seems like Nathan too wants to take it slow based on the personality he's shown so far. It also feels like Nathan is a natural around Lindy and having Molly there definitely offers a nice way for them to bond and horses too, of course. When I saw the first look of the episode, I didn't expect Nathan Liu to have a connection from the past, at least not one like this, but I think it's an interesting way to win the family over in a way. Uh, I was worried that they'd have some type of romantic thing between the two, which would have been kind of ridiculous seeing Liu was 15 and Nathan's years younger than her. Not to mention, I'm so ready for Lou's storylines to be about her instead of the romantic connections she's had in her life. I feel like those type of stories have robbed enough time from stories like we had in this episode, so I hope they keep this up. And then finally, the Katie, Jack, Elaine storyline. Um, I've missed having a good old dude ranch guests over story. So it was really nice to see that happening in this episode. And having the guest uh, be none other than Chan Arden was really fun. Uh, I think she did a great job with Elaine's character. And I really enjoyed seeing her scenes with Katie and Jack and how her character evolved in such a short amount of time. I do wonder if we're going to hear about Elaine's new book later on and how it just so happens to have a cowboy character like Jack in it. Also, since we've had Katie sort of fail in the writing thing in earlier episodes and we've now had to focus on the dirt biking. I thought maybe she had quit the writing altogether, but I'm glad to see it's making a compact because I find that such a fascinating thing for Katie. I like that what started out as this fangirl thing for Katie lit a fire under her tail and made her want to write even more. She didn't need the approval of her idol in order to validate her own passion because she's writing for herself after all. And I think she needed to realize that in order to continue. Uh, I couldn't help but think that maybe Katie was serving as a self-insert character for Caitlin, who wrote this episode. And no matter what the inspiration was, I think it was a story worth getting out there for all those fellow creatives. When I saw the preview for this episode last week, I was surprised seeing Ellie, or Eleanor, being a horse girl. But as soon as I started to rethink her scenes in this new context, it made so much sense and I think it was also an interesting storyline especially because teenagers do tend to find ways to blend in no matter what their situation is so that they don't become outcast and there are stereotypes out there about certain kinds of people just like Ellie proved by protecting her own situation onto Katie in an earlier episode. 
It's also really nice to just see teenagers be teenagers again in the show. Um, I know I've probably said it before, but I think giving more screen time for Katie has been a really good decision on the show's part, especially because Katie's storylines have been her own and not repeats of something we've already seen before. Overall, I'd say this episode was one of my favorites from this season so far. Uh, I feel like the writers don't always appreciate that they actually have so many opportunities for rewarding storylines like this in their hands. If only they would just stop and look around, really go through their characters and think what are some of the blind spots they've missed. Um, these type of arcs really come down to good writing and great performances on screen and that's it. Anyway, let's look at what we're in store for tomorrow with an all-new episode. This Sunday, we have episode 8 airing, and it goes by the name Harmony. The synopsis says, Amy helps a vaulting team ahead of a big competition. Caleb struggles with a tough decision about Carson. Logan realizes where his future lies. Lou and Jessica face a stressful gallery opening. As always, I'll be back to talking to you and sharing your comments next week. Same place, same time. So until then, keep your noses clean and your powder dry, as they say. Bye.